Hi everyone, uh, this is Mark and this is the Mark Hastings Experience and uh, in this podcast uh, I'm going to be talking about everything from poetry to films to uh, TV shows to books and about uh, anything and everything that inspires me and uh, I hope you like what you hear. Hi everyone, this is Mark, and welcome to another episode of the Mark Hastings Experience. And this episode, uh, I'm going to be talking about um, a film that I only just recently saw, but uh, I can honestly say that uh, it is a film that I will watch over and over again, um, uh, because it is so uh, amazing, and uh, I would implore anybody... Uh, to watch this film because it is a staggering, um, staggering film. Uh, the film that I'm talking about is Greenland, and it came out in 2020. Um, uh, it's an American disaster film uh, directed by uh, Rick Roman Wag um, and written by uh, Chris uh, Sparling, and um, it stars uh, Jared Butler. Uh, and uh, Marina Bakarin uh, among uh, some other uh, great actors um, uh, such as um, uh, Scott Glenn um, uh, David Denman uh, who uh, you may know from uh, The Office Uh, he played uh, Roy in The Office Um, and uh, yes so many great uh so many great actors and i I just want to say i just want to call out uh roger dale floyd uh as well uh he's a young uh young actor um so jared butler uh plays uh the character of uh john garrity uh morena bakarin um who you may know from firefly tv show uh she's also in gotham uh, also in the Deadpool films, uh, she plays Alison Garrity, and Roger Dale Floyd plays their son Nathan Garrity. Um, and as I was saying, the film is a disaster film, um, and uh, by disaster film, uh, I mean that uh, it is a a story of survival um, of a family uh, who must try at all costs uh, and go to uh, all lengths to survive a planet destroying comet that is racing towards Earth um, and uh, John Garrity um, is a, a structural engineer living in Atlanta, Georgia with his um, a strange wife Allison um, and their diabetic son Nathan um, and uh, John Garrity uh, returns home. Uh, he goes home to uh, his estranged wife and his son just um, before his uh, his son's birthday. Um, and uh, and there um, there has been this sighting. Uh, uh, 
several weeks before of a uh, a comet uh, that is reported to uh, come near to Earth, um, pass near to Earth, nearer than any uh, such comet um, previously. Um, uh, and this this is hailed by everybody around the world as a uh, as a um, not to be missed event. Uh, it's an event that is going to be live streamed on the internet, on live on TV. Uh, but as the the comet gets close to Earth, and as uh, more um, detailed analysis of the comet is done it is reported on the on the news that the the comet is in fact several fragments of a, of a comet um uh countless fragments um and there is one large uh um i believe it's a 9 mile um wide uh uh, uh piece i believe um very large uh a large uh fragment but all the others are are um just as uh are not as large but they're they're uh considerable and so uh, as i was saying so at the beginning of the film uh the people of earth are led to believe that this the this comet the fragments are going to uh, either pass Earth by, or they're going to uh, dissipate once they hit the the atmosphere um, of Earth. Um, however, and the, this uh, interstellar comet that which is uh, believed to have uh, originally uh, come from a another solar system is called the the Clark comet. Um, and uh, it's planned uh, by the, the Garrity family for them to, to gather and, and watch the comet um, pass by while they're um, while they're uh, celebrating um, Nathan's uh, birthday. Uh, so, um, and of course, as I was saying. Uh, both uh, John Garrity and um, Alison Garrity are estranged, but they're they're on uh, speaking terms, and they're trying to um, they're trying to to work things out. And uh, John Garrity is returning home um, uh, after a long period of being separated from his wife, and he stays the night. He gets up in the morning, and to um, he um, volunteers to to go to the grocery store when uh, his wife um, Allison tells him that they need some things uh, while he gets uh, while she gets ready uh, for the party. And while they're at the grocery store, John receives this uh, strange automated um, phone call. Uh, followed by a a, a message um, telling him that his he and his family have been pre-selected for uh, an emergency uh, shelter. Um, 
and uh, uh, there are points uh, where uh, when he leaves the, the grocery store, which he does uh, very immediately, especially when he realises that he is uh, seems to be the only one who has received this um, this emergency uh, broadcast, this um, emergency phone call. Uh, no one else in the grocery store has received anything. Uh, so when he does, uh, he just leaves the grocery store with his son, Nathan. Uh, they go home. And um, just as they go home, uh, the, the first fragments of the comet uh, start to enter the atmosphere. Um, and they were previously uh, anticipated to land near Bermuda. Uh, but however, a, a large fragment uh, uh, strikes near Tampa, Florida and completely vaporizes the city uh, as well as a, a large part of um, Florida and it uh, sets off a a, um, a, a wave um, as, as a result that uh, stretches all the way to, uh, to Georgia uh, the, um, for, um, as a result of the, the impact and um, immediately uh, there is a sense of panic, sense of um, terror, um, especially from from uh, John Garrity and his his wife, but also from their their neighbours who have uh, arrived to attend uh, their son Nathan's birthday, uh, as well as watch this the, the comet, the, the Clark comet, uh, and then once again. Uh, John receives an automated uh, phone call uh, as well as instructions um, a text message uh, with a QR code um, and instructions uh, telling him and his family to be at the Warner Robins Air Force Base uh, to be on a plane to be evacuated and this message that is sent to his phone is also sent to their um uh television screen uh within their uh, their living room so all of their neighbors get to see this message see that they have been they have been specially selected and uh yet again just like the people at the grocery store they have not received any such message or phone call and it seems that the garrity family are um are uh you know, a, a number one of a, a small number of uh, of people of people who have been selected for a certain reason. Um, so this leads uh, the Garretties to uh, um, to evacuate, start to evacuate, and uh, attempt to head to uh, the Warner Robins Air Force Base, uh, so that can they can be on one of the planes. Uh, that is due to take off and um, take people to an undisclosed uh, secret location uh, which has been set up and you see uh, John Garrity sees in the sky there are these planes uh, these huge um, air transporters that are uh, flying through the the sky um, great many of them and um, over time it, um, uh, we find out that they are being they are transporting evacuees 
to a specific place on earth where uh, it is believed or where it's been planned uh, that there would be um, a place uh, uh, where potential survivors uh, will be will be housed uh, and it's the, the, as 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 time goes on uh, the the characters as well as we the viewers uh, come to feel this sense of terror the sense of dread because it comes we, we're led to believe or we learn that the government know more than they're reporting um, and that uh, it's been re- uh, is told to them by their neighbour Ed that um, that the the largest um, fragment of the this this cluster from this uh, comet um, is expected to to hit the Earth in two days, and is uh, expected to cause what is called an extinction level event which is an event very similar to the event that caused the extinction of the dinosaurs where you know when a a comet hit the earth 65 million years ago and it caused an extinction level event so massive and so incredible and extreme that it caused the, the the death of all of the dinosaurs that once roamed the earth so it's a very uh a very serious event an event that cannot be um cannot be contended with it's 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 something that is uh world shattering world changing uh so uh it's it's something that 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 you can't really run from but of, of course it seems that there are plans for people some a, a small number of people to be spared so the family packs up uh they leave their house um and they uh they try and leave and some of their neighbors stop and one of their neighbors tries to um to save their daughter uh, which is one of the, um Nathan's friends by the name of Ellie uh when her mother desperately begs the the Garretys to take her with them but uh, they say that no it's not going to work because they won't they, they only want us they don't want them and it's 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 very heartbreaking um very emotional film um and uh, you just think you know what uh, the, what would happen and if this is what would happen in in the situation then god help everybody uh, because it, it's and it's the 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 actors uh jared butler and marina bakar and are just absolutely brilliant in these roles and they they really do uh give a great performance um especially when they the family uh attempts to get to uh robin's air force base um uh where um people uh families who have been selected are boarding these planes uh to be and uh will eventually travel to an undisclosed location at this time uh but they're told that they have to consolidate all of their belongings into one uh one bag and they have three bags to the garrities um and as they're doing this they discover that um nathan 
accidentally left his insulin in the car that they were traveling that which they had to abandon when they uh, had to rush through and make their way through a, a large crowd of, of people all trying to get into the Air Force Base and to get on these these planes um, and everybody or everybody who had been selected at the at the gate uh, were given uh, these wristbands so that they could enter the Air Force Base and when they were scanned they would be able to get onto one of the planes uh, so, uh, because there is a panic, because um, Nathan is a type 1 diabetic, he needs his insulin uh, to, to, to live. Uh, so, Nathan, uh, uh, um, so um, John, sorry, uh, Nathan's father, rushes back uh, through the crowd, goes back to their, their home, um, back to their car, sorry, and uh, this leaves Alison and Nathan together. Um, and uh, Allison um, uh, admits to one of the one of the the military officers there that um, uh, that John has gone back to their car uh, to get Nathan's insulin. And uh, soon, soon as she says this, the uh, the army officer uh, says, "What your 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 child's your kid's sick." Uh, hang on, there's a problem here because, uh, as we're, we're made aware, they did, they were uh, not, they had not been selecting people with any kind of uh, health problems or medical ailments, uh, and that somehow Nathan had uh, uh, passed through the, the screening process. And as soon as this happens, uh, this a, a nightmare scenario happens. Because Allison and Nathan are told that they can't be evacuated uh, due to Nathan's um, diabetes, and they are sub- uh, subsequently escorted off the base. But of course, uh, John he doesn't realise this because he's gone back to the car. He gets um, Nathan's insulin. He rushes back to uh, the checkpoint. He gets in. He makes his way onto one of the planes, and he's told that he will be reunited with his wife and his son when they reach the undisclosed location uh so he gets on one of the planes um uh but uh well he's on one of the planes um he's seen by one of the other evacuees uh, that he's holding these insul- packs of insulin and he says how did you get those through he said and he has to explain that they're for his son and he said, well, my sister's uh, son, I believe, was stopped and he's told he wasn't, couldn't be uh, evacuated. So he had to stay. Uh, and this causes John to panic and realise that Alison and, and Nathan, that they're not on one of these planes. They're not going to where everybody's being evacuated to. So uh, he... Uh, forced his way off the plane this uh, large um, um, uh, large uh, troop transport plane uh, he he tells um, those on board he says I need to get off my, my, I need to get back to my family uh, so he uh, starts to run away but uh, at this point um, people who have not been cleared who weren't selected to be on the uh, on the planes and to be evacuated start to storm the airbase 
they rush onto the airfield and um, then uh, one of the um, the uh, aircraft technicians who's uh, uh, about to uh, fuel up one of the, the planes or is holding one of the the uh, um, a, a fuel hose uh, is shot and this causes the fuel to drain all over the over the air side and um, eventually after uh, some gunfire by uh, some of the people trying to storm the uh, the air base and trying to get on the planes this causes a, a huge fire uh, when um, uh, jet fuel uh, ignites and it, it it ends up destroying all of the planes at the air at the airbase um, and uh, so this leads uh, John to 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 fear for uh, his his family, um, as Allison and Nathan fear for for John as well. Um, and of course, because they had been um, taken away from the base earlier, Allison and Nathan were able to make their way back to the car. When they get there, they realise that John had already got the insulin for Nathan. And they leave him a note saying that they're going to go to Allison's father's house um, in Lexington, Kentucky. Um, but on the way, uh, um, they have to stop off at a a, um, a grocery store to get some supplies for for Nathan, and um, uh, because he he, uh, he he needs insulin, uh, but. They find out that this store is being looted, as are many of the stores. People are just going, are running riot. They're stealing everything they can because basically everything is just going, um, it's just, is it just a disaster area? Because people are led to believe that the end of the world is, is coming, that the, um, there is a, a threat that uh, can't be avoided. And so, people are just running right it's absolute chaos um and while they're trying to get medical supplies in the store um some uh, people come in uh, with guns and they they start shooting and uh, both allison and nathan get away um uh, uh but at one point they're they're uh, confronted by one of the, the the armed looters but they're able to pass away and then they run into a couple uh, by the name of uh, Ralph and Judy Vento, uh, who are just about to leave the uh, the store. Uh, Ralph Vento is played by uh, David Denman, um, and Judy Vento is played by Hope Davis. Um, and um, Alison goes over to them and um, asks them uh, where they're uh, where they're um going to and uh he said they could um they could take them as far as uh nashville um and so they they travel with ralph and judy um uh for some miles um but um they realize ralph and judy realize well more ralph that uh both allison and Nathan are have these um, these bracelets, the same bracelets that have been reported on the on the news that people need to get onto the planes. And you see over the 
over the um, over a part of one of the uh, a part of the film where they're traveling. That Ralph is is formulating a plan to uh, essentially kidnap Nathan, take um, Allison's uh, bracelet, and try and um, um, get there, get uh, find a way onto one of these planes that are evacuating people because they were not one of the the evacuees that had been selected, um, and um, this uh, this leads uh, to Allison being forcibly removed from their vehicle and left on the side of the road while Ralph and Judy take Nathan with them and they they head. Uh, to um, uh, to an air force base where there are going to be planes being evacuated um, but uh, they uh, when they they finally reach there uh, and um, the, uh, Nathan's uh, bracelet is scanned again they uh, the soldiers there at on the at the gate, Realised that he had already been denied um, uh, entry, and uh, Nathan cries and, and says that uh, both Ralph and and Judy are not his parents, even though Ralph proclaims that they are, and he's trying to, you know, make out like he's um, he's just trying to get his way through because that if they don't, then there's no way that they're going to be saved. Um, but the the soldiers. Um, stop them uh they they take them into custody they take nathan to somewhere to one of the the tents that is at the base um along the way allison uh is picked up by a um by uh some people who are trying to get to the base as well or they're trying to go uh towards um towards nashville they're going to a part in Nashville there, uh, so they pick pick her up, uh, and then when they get very close to where the base is, Allison jumps out and she makes her way uh, to the Air Force base on foot, uh, where she uh, eventually, after um, frantically trying to explain the situation and what had happened, um, she's she's aided and she's uh, directed to where Nathan is being. Um, uh, taken care of where he's been given uh, uh, vital insulin that he needs uh, by one of the, the, the army medics there and he's been given a, a long term supply um, and he's and he and Allison are told that they could that uh, they can be put on a, a bus that can take them as far as um as uh, Lexington, so they could get to uh, get to where um, get to her father's house, where um, hopefully uh, John will be will be uh, waiting for them because they had tried to send messages to one another, but for some reason the the message didn't go through immediately, uh, so they uh, they don't uh, they are not delivered uh, when they're supposed to be. And while Allison and Nathan are going through all of this um john uh manages to hitch a ride with some other survivors uh from um, the base um where a uh, 
uh, a young man by the name of uh, Colin tells him that um, these survivors on this uh, this truck are on their way to Osgood in Ontario in Canada where private planes are going to be flying people to Greenland and this is the place where uh, people who have been chosen to be evacuated are going to be uh, are going to be uh, held and um, in hopes of uh, of survive survival um, but uh, while they're traveling a another survivor uh, on uh, in the back of the truck notices uh, John's wristband and um, attempts to fight him for it and this causes a huge ruckus on on the the, the back of the truck uh, people start fighting and it causes the truck to to crash uh, and it leads to to Colin uh, to be to be killed and then the, the person who tried to take John's bracelet um, uh, tries to get the bracelet again with someone else and this causes John to um, to pick up a hammer that was tried to be uh, used as a weapon against John and he starts to swing it and in his um, and he accidentally hits uh, one of the the men who were trying to um, take his uh, wristband and he ends up killing him um, uh, and then uh, after this uh, we see John um, making his way uh he finds his way to a um, a residential area where he uh, um, where he goes to uh, into a person's house that has been abandoned, um, and um, he uh, takes a car from their driveway. Uh, um, and while he's at their home, he looks on the on the television where the the news is reporting of the the worldwide worldwide destruction and also that there is a a countdown in progress um uh for this the final impact of this huge fragment of uh of the clark um comet um and uh realizing that um uh Allison and Nathan were going to be making their way to uh, Lexington, Kentucky, where uh, Allison's father was. Uh, he heads there, um, um, and um, he uh, he goes to uh, where Allison's uh, father's house is, and, and uh, arrives there and uh, and talks with Allison's father. Uh, who's played by uh, Scott Glenn uh, and his character's name is Dale um, and uh, they talk about um, uh, the fact that, uh, that John and uh, Alison had been having problems in their marriage and that he had left um, um, but um then uh, uh, John, uh, well, um, Allison's father Dale uh, receives a, a a phone call from 
uh, from Allison telling them that um, uh, that they have um, uh, they have found that they have uh, at a uh, truck stop there and um, they want to be uh, picked up um, and uh, eventually uh, Allison and Nathan and John are reunited um, um, and then um, they realize that that they uh, make a plan um, to to go to Osgood uh, in Ontario in Canada and try and get on one of the planes uh, that um, is heading for Greenland where all the other evacuees are being taken Um, and over the course of the film uh, there are other fragments that are hitting the earth at all times and occasionally when they're able to get to a TV screen and turn on the television they're able to see all these impacts that are occurring all over the world that are absolutely decimating the earth um and they're causing um death on a catastrophic uh level um and this is when uh the family um attempt to uh to to travel there um um and but by by car uh they take um uh, Allison's father's uh pickup truck and um uh they travel there but uh hours later they reach uh, upstate New York and they get uh, caught in a uh, a traffic jam where uh, molten debris uh begins to rain down on the the highway destroying cars people as well as a helicopter um john tries to get away uh starts to drive away uh, and then they they try to take refuge under this underpass um uh and uh while they're they're doing this john sees uh a someone uh trapped within a burning car and he rushes out to save them before going back to his family um and then they uh, they continue uh, their their journey to to Canada after this. Uh, at the same time, learning that the largest fragment will soon impact somewhere uh, in Western Europe. Um, and uh, when they uh, arrive at uh, the uh, Thurl um, Air Force Base. Um, Oh, sorry. When they arrive at the uh, the airport, um, that's uh, in um, in Ontario, where uh, these private planes are going to be uh, taking people um, to Greenland um, and uh, and deposit and uh, take them to um, Thurl uh, Air Force Base in in Greenland. Um, initially, the the pilot. Uh, um, questions whether he'll be able to take the family because he, he already has a full um, a full plane load of people of evacuees um, but uh, he 
he he agrees he says he will um um but uh the next morning as the the plane approaches greenland um another fragment strikes just off the coast uh and causes a a shockwave that causes the plane to crash land into a valley um killing the the pilot uh but however the the evacuees that they had been transporting um uh are all well and good um and then john and his family and the survivors um uh start to make their way um to the the base uh um to the the thurl uh air force base uh where all the evacuees uh are to be housed um and they're picked up by a military truck um that takes them where they need to go and they're quickly ushered in uh right as the the largest uh fragment of the clark uh comet enters the atmosphere um and i have to say that the the special effects in the film the the the, the entire production of the film is absolutely incredible um the way that they depict the 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 impacts of uh, several um major landmarks um and um on earth and in in cities around the world and the way they they show the 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 the, the destruction that could be caused from a uh from a comet or something uh hitting the earth uh at the with the the amount of um speed um and destructive capability um that a comet like uh the, the clark comet may have um and would would have a devastating impact on the earth is just brilliant the way they did it is just ph- ph- phenomenal um but uh yeah so john and his family um allison and nathan they eventually make it into the um into the air force base just before the the uh the doors are shut um uh just as the the clark uh fragment hits the earth and it causes uh a, an impact that absolutely um causes a a great deal of of devastation as was predicted and then the the, the, the screen cuts to black uh, until um, we start to hear these radio signals um, start to be broadcast um, from um, uh, another um, uh, signal array to the the to anyone who uh, can uh, can hear them and um, then we hear that Greenland base uh uh makes contact with them and we come to realize that nine months have passed since the the clark um comet hit the earth and that the the survivors have been uh in shelter for that that long um and then we see various uh uh, images depicting 
Sydney, New Delhi, Buenos Aires, Mexico City, Paris, and Chicago. Uh, that have been absolutely devastated. It's like a, a nuclear bomb has gone off. The 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 devastation, the the, the destruction is just uh, unbelievable. There, there there appears to be nobody uh, alive. Um, um, because the the destruction that the that that was caused by the 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 fragments have, was so incredible um, that it, it uh, killed off a, a great deal of uh, of the population. Um, and uh, when the the door the blast doors have finally opened and people were able to walk out, including the, the Garretties first time and see sunlight for the first time in nine months uh they hear the the sound of of birds um singing and they they realize that uh there is still life out there uh but the the landscape that uh uh surrounded the air force base is now radically changed um but uh, Greenland finally makes contact with other stations around the globe um, and uh, everybody's uh, relieved and notably relieved to hear that uh, uh, there is still life uh, there are still survivors um, and that the atmosphere uh, is finally beginning to, to clear um, and this potentially gives humanity uh, this uh, this chance uh, to rebuild the the worldwide civilization. Um, and I absolutely love the film. I think it is just phenomenal. I've I've always been uh, I've always liked um, watching films uh, like this. Um, Two films come to mind: um, Deep Impact, uh, which is another favourite film of mine. Um, you know that in that in that film, um, the the destruction that was caused uh, was uh, mitigated by this this um, space mission that um, um, was launched and they were able to uh destroy the large fragment uh that was expected to, to hit the earth um um so the destruction um that uh that rained down on the earth was was um significant um but um because of the uh because of the the space mission they were able to uh able to destroy the largest fragment of uh that comet in particular and um yeah it's uh everything uh uh ended on uh, on a happy note um um and yet again, you know, I remember watching that film, and that film is a great film as well. I remember watching that for the first time and thinking, uh, "Wow, what a what a film!" You know, it's uh, it the way that it depicted this um, 
this extinction level event of a you know a comet um, um, coming into you know and hitting the hitting the earth um, so yeah um, deep impact uh, such an incredible incredible film um, and um, and but this this film really does uh, really does uh, it's to, to me it's it's even more impactful because the the sense of uh, sense of urgency um, um, but uh, yeah another film of course is the film uh, the film uh, Armageddon uh, which uh, uh, also a great film also had a, uh, a great soundtrack to it uh, accompanied by the uh, the, the uh, power ballad uh, I Don't Want to Miss a Thing by uh, Aerosmith um, which is a, it's a great film but of the two I always prefer, preferred uh, Deep Impact um, because uh, I don't know of the two the, um, I just uh, I always preferred that because it had um, uh, I don't know I don't know why it's just just pref- a preference personal preference personal preference but after seeing um, after seeing Greenland uh, I have to say that this film really does it's it's even more impactful and I think because it's such a journey for this family this family um have this uh this possibility of survival and it is dashed and then they are separated and then there's this rush to uh get nathan's insulin and to to get onto the planes and as i say they're separated and they have to find a way to to get to greenland and oh there's there's all these different um obstacles that come up that have to be uh overcome and um yeah the acting's just brilliant um special effects brilliant as well um and yeah i think it really does need to be seen by a wider uh a wider number of the population um and i'm sure it would have uh if it had been able to be uh shown within theaters um uh but however uh because of this the whole covid-19 pandemic it was uh delayed um and uh subsequently had to be released on video demand uh, uh via hbo max uh, as well as on amazon prime and that's where i saw it on amazon prime um and uh to me, I, I just think it uh, it really does deserve to be seen by a great deal of people uh, because it has such an impact. And if such a a a disaster happened, um, then uh, you know a, a a similar rush for survival would be um, would happen. And um, the 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 amount of uh, Destruction and the amount of terror that is caused by by people's reaction to this event uh, is very telling of uh, the human spirit and of what people would do in in that um, potential um, 
um, um, experience, that potential uh, moment that would be uh, life-changing. And the fact that certain people were selected over others because they uh, would have a uh, a vital... Um, uh, a vital gift that would be needed if the world needed to be uh, rebuilt and repopulated and uh, really leads you to think that and to wonder whether governments around the, the world have similar um, plans in place in case of a uh, an extinction level event such as a comet uh, that um, they knew uh, was uh, destined to hit the earth and um, who they would who would they uh, select to be among the 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 survivors who would they evacuate who would they um, they want to be those um to repopulate the species but then uh if this was ever made public then this would put people at loggerheads with other people there would be fights there would be all out um war essentially uh friends could turn into enemies um because like like the concept of these bracelets if people knew that you had a bracelet and they knew what it meant and they knew that you were going to be saved and they weren't, then it would cause a lot of tension, a lot of terror, um, because people would be scared and only want the best. They would only want to save their their families, their children, you know. Um, so you can you can really, when you watch Greenland, you can, you can believe that it would happen. And, you know, um, fortunately, such an event, uh, hasn't happened yet but um, uh, you know there are so many um, there are so many comets out there there are so many asteroids there are so many um, near earth uh, objects that pass by the earth all the time and pass race through the solar system at such speed that uh, if they were to strike the earth then um it would we i don't know if we'd have enough time to to plan um for the uh the eventuality of an extinction level event because essentially uh in our solar system if we didn't have the planet jupiter we would have been potentially struck more by certain uh objects of a, a specific of a certain size that could cause uh, devastation on our planet so we all have the the planet jupiter to to thank for for saving us uh over the years um and look just looking at the moon looking at the the surface of the earth we have impact craters uh on the surface of the earth from uh from impacts from um uh you know extrasolar uh objects uh, objects um uh that uh could cause or would cause um uh great destruction and as i was saying the 
the um, the comet that hit the Earth 65 million years ago was responsible, directly responsible for decimating the the dinosaurs and for changing the the balance of the the planet and changing the environment um changing everything so if it was to happen again a a similar sized uh comet um yeah we i don't know what would happen um but uh fingers crossed something like this um won't happen and if it does happen we'll have enough time to to plan and potentially do something about it um but you 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 really can never tell and that's this film uh really um highlights and and talks about the 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 potential uh what what might happen and that's why a lot of these what these disaster films do they they um they depict a scenario that as a a a high probability of happening and but we 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 don't really take them seriously we just think they're they're just events that happen in in films but i think this covid-19 pandemic has taught everybody that sometimes what you see in films can come true because who would have ever thought that a worldwide epidemic uh might happen and could uh affect and change the lives of everybody on earth in um one way or another um so yeah you never know um and that's why it's 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 good to think about things such as uh you know asteroid asteroidal impacts or commentary impacts or and to to search the skies for these um these uh world killers these world destroyers as they're described um so uh so we can potentially do something about it but you just never know that that any of the scientists looking at the the sky the astronomers will tell you that um you know by the time they see them sometimes it uh it might be might be too late but um yeah who knows as i say fingers crossed it doesn't happen um and that we can find a way to to uh stop something before it happens but yeah space is a dangerous place um we're constantly surrounded by uh interstellar rocks that um are uh, uh would be very impactful upon uh the lives of everybody on earth but yeah back to the film um i just want to say uh if you haven't seen it um and if you can you can watch it somewhere potentially on amazon prime um or on hbo max uh, in the us or if you can try and find it anywhere definitely try and watch it because it's uh it's, inc- it's an incredible film um and um the whole time you're just rooting for this family and then uh one thing happens and they they take a step step back and you think what's going to happen to them are they going to get reunited and and there's this constant uh rush and this constant question as to whether they or anybody will survive what happens and um 
Yeah, they do. Um, but yeah, you really have to watch it to really uh, gain a sense of the the the, the true panic that um, is uh, is is dramatised um, because uh, it's it's yeah amazing, a really amazing film. Um, and uh, yeah, I think I'm going to leave it there for now. Uh, I just want to say, uh, yeah, like I say, if you haven't seen the film and you can see the film, Greenland, uh, check it out. Um, uh, you won't be disappointed. But yeah, so I'm going to leave it there for now. Uh, I just want to say thank you for listening. I uh, hope you like what you heard and I'll talk to you again soon. If you like what you heard in uh, this episode of uh, the Mark Hastings Experience, um, and if you want to check out some more of my poetry, um, then you uh, you can head over to markthepoet.me, uh, which is my website, and you'll find uh, lots of the poems that I've written over the years. Um, if you want to uh, check out some of my poetry uh, in uh, a book form, uh, and go to Amazon and you'll find um, all 10 of my books that I've had published. Um, they're all books of poetry, um, uh, books of stories, uh, books of uh, memories and uh, experiences. Um, and there'll be more to come. And uh, if you would love to um, contribute uh, to... Uh, to the podcast then you can do so by heading over to patreon and searching for mark the poet and uh your uh, your support would be greatly appreciated um but uh, as i was saying i hope you liked what you heard in this uh, episode um and i'll talk to you again soon